Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, July 28th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Mock Weekly with Cameron Bright, Cosmos Haas, and Noah Crypto. Mock Mock? Let's take a listen. Hey guys, hey everyone. Um, I've just sent some invites out to Cosmos Haas and um, Noah. Uh, we're just waiting for Cameron to join us, so we'll just give it a couple more minutes and we'll get things started. Mock Mock, everyone. What's up? Hey, bro. How are you? You good? Yeah, yeah. I was still at work, but uh, managed to um, yeah to join the space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, thanks. We appreciate that. Thanks for joining us, bud. Oh, no problem. Yeah, it's good to have you with us. Yesterday, I saw that uh, my phone provider cancelled my um, yeah my uh, subscription, so I didn't have any internet, nothing. So today, before work, I jumped and bought myself a prepaid card. But after I put it in, um, um, I saw that I'll have to wait two days. So I got a phone from my colleague. So now I have uh, internet and I hope it's, um, it's all right. You can understand me well. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you're coming through just fine. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Um, right. Um, I think we just wait for Cameron. He's, I don't know what he's doing. He's probably for that. What's going on, everyone? Hey, all right. How, how are you doing, bro? Not bad. Yo, yo. Just just getting on my little lunch break. I usually, yeah, nice. I usually try to go outside during my lunch break, but hey, it's all good. I'm ra- I'd rather be here. <laughs> yeah, well, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, thanks. Yeah. We'll try and keep it like uh, brief this week because, um, like, I suppose everyone's got plans. Um, we might as well just like kick things off a little bit. Um, so, like, my name's Adam. I'm the uh, community manager. I'm one of the team me- team members at Miners of Cardania. Um, you, you should all know me. Uh, we're building like a. Uh, Cardena's first GameFi uh, project, and we're going to like merge the best of DeFi and NFTs and um, create something quite sexy. So, um, would you guys like to go ahead and introduce yourself? We'll, we'll start by here with you, Cosmos Haas. Certainly. So, uh, my name's Cosmos Haas. I really have been in crypto uh, essentially full time since about this time last year. I, I didn't I knew what crypto was prior to that, but I really wasn't involved and COVID happened and then that kind of really got me going. And then as for like Twitter and stuff, the first time I ever had a Twitter in my life was uh I think July or August, about this time last year. And uh I've been just grinding. You know, I started off initially like everyone else. I, I do the research on YouTube. You find Bitcoin, Ethereum, Cardano, you might find some other miscellaneous ones like uh, you know, B and B or xrp and all that so i kind of just got in with that type of stuff but then i kept asking myself questions like okay well um what's this how can it scale how can all these things talk to one one another um you know how can it you know just like all these different technical questions that i couldn't find the answers to with that and by doing all the research i ended up finding cosmos 
which is uh, basically the way, in my opinion, all these different blockchains are going to communicate with one another. They're going to use that. They're going to leverage that technology to be able to communicate from one chain to the other. And it's already it's already working within Cosmos. I think there's like 50 different chains already enabled and they're all sovereign chains. So you can have your own roles, your own validator sets. So, you know, it, it's you can you essentially can alter the code. I mean, there, there are teams out there that um, don't even IBC enabled like Binance that's using it. Um, uh polygons using it they use tendermint but it's called peppermint they altered it and um i just got really fascinated with the tech te uh, the technology side of it not really okay well you know this and that so i um i've been involved with like different chains within cosmos uh since this time last year and i started off just putting my time in really was um working as an administrator helping all all, all kind of different room rooms and then it led into getting actually work within crypto and then i started to take um, twitter a little bit serious about five or six months ago and and just spreading the education because the lack of education you know and even kadena and and cosmos and all that it's 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 not all, it's not really there for everyone you know you actually have to reach out and do these spaces you have to put out tweets you have to do threads you have to do mediums and it's kind of been my role in this um, is just trying to educate because I spent thousands of hours studying these different technologies and most people don't have that time. So I want, I want, I really want to help out the people that work a nine to five, you know, have a family. Yeah, exactly. And they have like an hour to an hour here and there and they don't want to do all this research. So that's why I just, I try to just do this. It's like spreading the, the crypto gospel, so to speak. So that's kind of my story about everything. Yeah, I had a similar thing, you know, like uh, started off like a couple of years ago and um, ended up with a couple of projects and uh, did quite well and ended up learning quite a lot. Um, I'd, I'd learned about crypto like years ago, but I never really got into it until a couple, a couple of years ago, but um, sort of like took off with the project and get promoted to their community manager. Um, and then I moved over to, to Cardena. Um, it was recommended to me by one of the chief marketing officers that I was with at the, at the time. Uh, they recommended it because it was like uh, the first proof of work, you know, truly um, scalable uh, blockchain that had been uh, created. So, it, you know, I thought that's just jumped into there, got on with high percent, and um, now I'm starting the experience that you've just described, you know, getting into Twitter spaces and stuff like that. So it's been like a bit of a journey this past couple of years and, um you're totally right you know there's the, there's no resources to really help you really it's all you have to spend a lot a lot of time you know researching just to just to get involved with projects and understand what they're all about you know the jargon um it's difficult just for the average person that's got like no understanding that's just like a retail banking background it'll be really difficult for those sorts of people so we do need to work on um, onboarding more people so hopefully we can like have more youtube content and more sort of like medium articles coming out in the future and stuff like that to help people so that, that'll be really good and so like the purpose of this space today is to it's like our mock weekly space, but um, we've not really got much anything to share with you guys this week about mock. It'll be probably next week. We have like 
um, a little bit of a sexy announcement and then we'll probably drop like a major announcement shortly after that. But um, I think everyone's going to be really happy with both of the announcements anyway. But the purpose of this space is just to talk to everyone about the crypto experience and just, you know, we're in a bit of a shitty market. So, you know, just to reassure the communities that we're here, we've been through all this before and, you know, tell some stories of uh, our journey and experiences throughout all this. So, um, um, we'll start off by uh, Cosmos Horses just give us an introduction. And Noah, um, thank you for joining us. Would you like to introduce introduce yourself as well? Yeah, sure. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear fine, bro. Yeah, perfect. So uh, I'm Noah. I'm from Germany, and I've been in crypto for let's say around two years now. Um, basically, started off with Cardano due to um, yeah some uh, YouTube videos about Cardano at that time. And um, I'd say my research wasn't really, really into, yeah, really re- uh, researching how blockchains work. Um, more, um, yeah, just flipping NFTs or finding the next bigger NFT. And um, for around, let's say, one year, I slowly started to learn more about blockchain. And um, I, I found out about airdrops, which <laughs> I found very interesting. Uh, yeah, free money, of course. So, um, yeah, got a little bit into airdrops and um, also started seeing um, more and more Cosmos airdrops happening or, um, yeah, just stake your tokens and you'll get uh, tons of different um, airdrops. So I started um, getting more uh, Cosmos tokens, stacking them up. And, um, yeah, now I'm waiting for those airdrops. But at the same time, I... um, also looked for you uh, on youtube like for airdrop videos and i didn't find too many um people doing it or like directly just showing us how to get it so i thought okay let's uh yeah let's make an own channel um and yeah just started um uploading those videos now i'm at 1.6 or 17k and also started doing cadena videos because before the big cadena pump I had friends um, telling me and all other friends, yo, buy Cadena um, at around 30 cents. And um, this was also the time I prepared myself to go to the Cadena Summit in Berlin. So I didn't really pay any attention to it. And yeah, missed the pump. But um, oh, I said, no. like, <laughs> yeah, I know. How I also came back to Cadena. Yeah. And, Twitter's kind of rugged. Yeah, yeah you're, you're breaking in and out a little bit. Give me one sec. Maybe this could uh, this could be better. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just gonna repeat yourself a little bit. Just the past sentence. So. Okay. Um. Yeah, um, in general, I started YouTube, let's say, a few months ago. Um, I was really into airdrops for now uh, six months and just continued doing the airdrop videos, just continued doing the airdrops. And now I'm also, I also created a Discord server for people to um, get all the information about airdrops and Cadena. Um, because as uh, Cosmos also said, there's a huge gap in education. Um, I think we all know that, and I think we all know we can't learn blockchain in a few months. But if you really learn about blockchain in a few months, you will see like how much there is to learn and how much yeah. 
<laughs> you knew before investing in all those NFT projects. Yeah, trip down the rabbit hole with us. Come, yeah, come well, play. <laughs> That's why I like to use the rabbit PFP because it's like once you get on the rabbit hole mm -hmm. and you really are fascinated with the technology, you're going to find both Cosmos and Kadena. And one thing that I've learned by doing like all these spaces and just hopping into like random chains that have nothing to do with Kadena or Cosmos, like they're not as passionate at, for, purely on the technological side of things. Like the both, both, um, both uh communities are just so passionate with the technology like you can hop into pretty much any cosmos uh related uh show and same thing with kadena and like majority of the topic is always going to come back to the technology like it's going to be like it's the, the future and how how these tech, types of tech technologies can change the world and, and make it you know so many use cases and stuff like that so that's why i i just get so involved and in, like you said there's just so much to learn and I try to piggyback my education off of people that are producing purely just Kadena stuff because I'm in this space 12 to 15 hours a day and I can't even keep up with just Cosmos stuff because it's just growing so fast. And then, you know, I try to put an hour or two a, a week into this Kadena. It's just this stuff is just growing so much. So, like, it takes us all as like a collective effort to just it keep spreading the word, basically. Yeah, totally. It takes a lot of time. You know, you you best pick in one chain and trying to learn that because you you end up losing, you you dilute things and you cause confusion and things when you're working on multiple chains. So for some people, it might be best just working on one chain, but obviously there's the risk management side as well. So you might want to diversify a little bit. So um yeah so um it's it's uh, a big learning curve basically for everybody and uh, hopefully like throughout you know having these sorts of spaces and the things that we talk about it can hopefully produce like you, you know we can like learn more people about um you know what we've learned from our experiences and things like that so um cameron uh thanks for uh, agreeing to come up and join us uh, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a, a bit about how you got into um cryptocurrency and cardano in particular yeah, yeah, no worries. Hi, everybody as well. And thanks for having me and apologies for being a few minutes late there. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I, you know, my background uh, originally is in the film industry. Um, I've been in the film industry for like 25 of my almost 30 years of life. Um, and then, yeah, uh, basically, you know, due to that, it led me into uh trying to find other means of income because uh, I'm not necessarily a day job kind of guy. <laughs> um, and that uh, led me to mining like uh, it's like January of last year, I want to say. Um, and yeah, I just basically looked into Ethereum mining real quick, started mining Ethereum in like 30 minutes or whatever on my gaming computer and that was my light bulb moment of like i owned that com or i've owned my computer for the last like five years or so if i've made oh shit maybe like six or seven years now and i was like man i could have been mining ethereum on this computer like six years ago and i was like wow <laughs> so i kind of that put me down as you guys are saying the rabbit hole but i went down the mining rabbit hole and uh basically took the nesty plunge and the deep dive and, and uh, 
really like, you know, started looking into GPU cases at the time I was looking into GPU cases, they were all going for like 15 to like 20,000 entry level because it was when all the, the, whatever the 4,000 series were coming out and nobody could get them. And they were selling for like four grand or like 400% over MSRP and, you know, blah, 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 all that fun stuff. So it led me into ASICs um, and they were around the same price and they're just better, you know, in theory um, or not in theory, I should say <laughs> in reality, they're better than GPUs. Um, so yeah. And then that led me then to Kadena at the time um, for my price range, there was really only like, you know, five or six good options. Uh, Ethereum was off the books for me because I didn't want to bother buying obviously like a $20,000 ASIC for something that at any minute can switch to proof of stake. Um, so I started looking into Kadena and other proof of work, you know, like base things that said they will be proof of work forever. <laughs> and then that just led me into reading the white paper for Kadena and seeing, you know, the team and the white paper and everything kind of, you know, that was my uh, moment where I was like, okay, these guys are kind of the, the winners in my choice. Um, and then, yeah, I got my minor in like September, October, I want to say of, of last year. And Ever since that, did the super deep dive and started getting into spaces. And yeah, and luckily my blue check mark brought me into speaking on spaces. And that got me kind of used to, you know, that idea of speaking and, and sharing, you know, what little knowledge I have uh, in, in my mind as like Cosmos, you know, as host said there, like, it really is like everything I learned was from listening to other people and, you know, obviously then doing my own research and how I perceive that research, you know, and really, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting that Twitter is the place that crypto decided to fucking start hanging out. <laughs> but yeah, like even just Twitter spaces have been really amazing and it's, you know, I've learned plenty and been able to, you know, help other people. And yeah, so that's, I guess the, the short, or long story short of it, I should say. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing. Thanks, Cameron. But that, that like goes to what I was saying earlier. You know, like um, you, like all, all your experiences and stuff, things you've learned. It, it's all like come from the community, really. You know, you've learned from other people that have been involved that have shared their knowledge and stuff like that. And that which just goes to show, like you know, how community focused we are in these this ecosystem. And you'll find that everybody's like really, really supportive. You know, projects quite supportive. There's not really that much competition because there's so much of a void in this ecosystem at the moment. So you find that you know there's so much willingness um, to help each other, and that's like really, really cool. Um, but we do need to sort of like translate that into sort of trying to onboard more users and make you know the process in Cardano a lot easier to get people on board like the multi-chain thing's a bit of an issue obviously like um the uh, the intellisense um thing that they're working on at the moment um i think that might um sort sort it out but um like what, what what's your guys experience like um with the cardina at, at the moment like like what's like your main gripes with it at the moment what do you see that needs to happen to facilitate things a little bit uh, would you like to answer, answer that cosmos 
Yeah, so I mean, I'm a complete degenerate. I uh, full full disclaimer: I have four monitors, and I have like seven Brave browsers, and I have like all these different browsers. So it's essentially like seven different computers, and I'm just nonstop doing degen shit. And like for, <laughs> for like for my KDA, just sitting there, kind of just sitting idle in my in my X wallet, it's kind of depressing. I want to I want to be a degen with that too. So yeah, exactly. I, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Like I I mean, I have a nice little bag, but it's nothing crazy because I I want to be able to do stuff with it, even if I end up losing money because I did a wrong liquidity pull or whatever. I don't care. I just want to I want action. You know what I mean? I'm I'm in this because I like a lot of action. And, uh, yeah, well, hopefully what Minus Academia are working on at the moment will be able to uh, maybe fill that um, need a little bit. Um, so we'll have some quite sexy um, yield-bearing opportunities for um, people that are willing to mine in our game. So that'll be pretty cool for you. So you have to watch out for that. We'll have more details about all this game and stuff in the future. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to that. And then <laughs> the joke, I guess, is Marmalade. Like, I don't know, maybe it'll come out before the next 10 years i don't know but um <laughs> I, I try to not be critical because i understand this space it's better to be slow and steady in my opinion that's who wins the race like the slow and steady that's kind of like the cosmos approach too because technically like everyone thinks of adam when they think of cosmos and right now realistically there's really not much built on top of cosmos because it's its own chain and it's like adam token is almost like the medium of exchange which is cool right now it's almost like an etf of all the different chains combined like uh but it's a slow and steady approach um uh, you know there's some stuff that you know they go too fast too soon and, and they they fail like luna the Ter- terra classic is a perfect example you know it was yeah. like in a top 10 and then luna essentially basically went to zero and ust basically went to zero it was like a good choice yeah. but they it, to my, my opinion they went too fast too soon and like i like the slow and steady approach because i'm here to be I, i'm in this space because i want to be here the rest of my life so i'm not in any rush at all yeah, so, like, I, agree, I agree with that and uh, if, if we are using marmalade as a standard it wants to be you know it wants to serve the purpose of you know all the projects that are going to want to be building on it and all their ideas that they've got it needs to be able to support that so that that's like where it's at and the need to sort of be mindful of that so we'll see we'll see what um you know, if the team at Marmalade come come out with something um, pretty soon, so. But um, I understand that there's talks at Minds of Cardanian about it, so um, you know, but I, I can't really go into any any of that at the moment. But um, I think so. uh, I think one of the main things to look into as well is that even the projects right now, the NFT projects, are going about it their own way. Like we've had multiple projects now that are launching on regular means and then they're just going to transfer their contracts to Marmalade when it actually launches because it's kind of becoming that thing where it's like, yeah, everyone wants to use Marmalade, but they also want to fucking launch their projects. So like, it's kind of one of those things. Like we've seen it with Arcade, like Arcade and the Bulls, right? They put out their own and really have been kind of setting their own standards standard as far as that and then just waiting for that to come about you know and if you're to talk about what you know Kadena needed it's kind of one of those things where it's like when would you ask that question you know it like the end of year last year all I cared about was them growing the ecosystem and marketing you know what I mean and it's like I could really care less about Marmalade at that point because it's like okay well we didn't have any projects ready to launch we didn't have our standard ready to launch we didn't have any marketplaces we barely had any IDOs so do we really want to start with NFTs you 
you know, at that point, it's like, no, we need to, we need to grow our ecosystem way before we start throwing all these NFT projects out there, because if they fail ground running, well, then no one's going to come to our network anyways for specifically NFTs, you know? So it's like, I, I find that with a lot of the major chains these days, they'll start, they gain their notoriety on one thing. And then they're like, man, we're just going to do NFTs now. And now it's like, that's all they give a fuck about is making NFTs and not actually building out their, you know, infrastructure for people to build upon. And that's kind of like, that's the huge thing with Kadena right now is their team really are kind of like no fucks given as far as the, like what people want and when and whatever, like they're going to do what they believe is best for the Kadena infrastructure and the ecosystem of builders that they're trying to bring, you know, and that's their focus. That's the same said for any other, you know, blockchain as well. You look at like Solana and stuff as well, you know, regardless of what the community want, the network engineers, they've got like their own vision and their own plan of what they want from it. So regardless of whether them two conflicts, it's a business that they're trying to operate and Cadena is a bit like that as well. So um, it's a blockchain. So it's, they do need to maybe communicate a little bit better. That's probably one thing that they can work on. But um, you know, the, the, it's, they've grown pretty quickly. Like, like they've grown really quickly. So uh, there's probably a bit of disorganisation that will need to be sort of ironed out because of how quickly they've grown. So that'll probably come, and they might need to fill some more posts and stuff like that. So um, and obviously they're recruiting at the moment. So well, in reality, too, you know. Oh, sorry there, Cosmos. I was just going to say prior prior to really like, you know, the last, you know, three or four months, I'd say Kadena as a core team was very small. You know, they were like under 10 people, I want to say. Right. So it's like, you know, there was really like what, five devs or something. You know, It was like Stuart and Will and then Doug and then um, uh, Emily. And really, that was kind of their like core, you know, dev team, whereas like now they've got the marketing guys they've got the like head of gaming and blah you know they're they're making those hirings as well you know so it's kind of one of those things where yeah like we're still super early and they need to you know sort out their own issues as well right so it's nice to see that they're doing it at least yeah definitely 100 uh, i've got faith in it. i thought it'll do all right you know but it's it's going to be really complicated for them. And there's a lot of stuff that needs to be solved. So they need to like scale up um, or make sure that they're communicating with projects or giving grants to projects that can help them, you know, fill, you know, resolve some of these problems and issues and, you know, collaborate more. So let, let's see what happens with it. But like, it's like I say, we're really early anyway. So um, anything could happen. So I had, a, I had a question about that part of it. So, like, the trend in, in Cosmos, because they're all sovereign chains, but kind of once they get their feet wet, right, like, what they do, since you can vote on everything on those chains, because that's what kind of proof of, proof of stake is, like, you vote on everything. It's like having rules with no rollers, and, and everyone has to vote, and there has to be whatever the consensus thresh, threshold, like, okay, some chains might be, <clears throat> excuse me, we need 30% uh, turnout for this to, to go through, and then obviously it's yes, no, or no veto, or whatever. Um, excuse me, but like, like the move and like our ecosystem has been, um, hiring people that like kind of really active community members. And, um, like, so, you know, we see the same people around and you're like, all right, this person really wants to be here. 
and they're putting in all this time and effort. And uh, we, you know, like some of these chains may do grants or, or some sort of like internal hire where they're like, they start up like a support lab or a team. And then, you know, and then there's people that are like around the clock just doing either Telegram support or, you know, Twitter stuff or like educational content to like get the word out. I don't know if that's like in the pipeline for Kadena, because I mean, it is obviously it's proof of it's proof of uh, stake or um, proof of work, excuse me. I don't know, like, because I think that's like a really good move is like, you know, because like people in Kadena, right, you, you know who's around. Like you, you see the same people posting stuff, really engaging and want to be there. And especially right now during the bear market, like people in this space, they want to be here. It's not because their bags are pumping. It's because they believe in the technology. So I think, I don't know if that's possible or what they're doing. I, I get it. You want to give grants to teams that are actually building things. But I also think it's really good it doesn't even have to be that lucrative. I mean, people just need to be able to, you know, make it worth their while, pay their bills at the same time, but be able to produce, you know, you know, 30, 40 hours a week of, of work. Cause this stuff is a lot of hard work, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know if that's in the pipeline or not. I think it might be, but I think there's like a quality benchmark that needs to be set when you're providing grants and things like that, because, you know, you want to be giving, overall value to the ecosystem that's going to grow over time and if you're they're like the first sort of participants in the grant you want them to be the ones that are sort of gonna exhibit you know what 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 the blockchain's capable of sort of things it's it, they're like the first so but any future ones uh, obviously if they whatever these uh, benchmark levels that they've set you know what you have to whether you have to be kyc'd um whatever um that that you know that there'll, there'll be things in place that will prevent sort of like you know scam nft projects and things like that going and trying to exploit the system as well so um they've got to be a bit smart with it because it's not like an infinite pool of money so and i'd like them to be responsible with it as well i wouldn't like them to just be throwing it at, um anybody but um there, there does need to be like levels and I, I do agree that you know the the community that have got the ideas that are good sort of like natural leaders that are leading your core community, you know, like oh, all the projects that I've worked in, um, we've recruited all our moderators from within the community because that's the best way. They're the people that are most passionate about your projects. They'll love it. Um, they'll be in there. So why not? pay them for it you know it's something they love doing so you might as well reward them for it and um we've got a great team at mock and uh, the other projects i've worked with and, you know that we've got great teams there as well so it's um it's, it's the community spirit part of it um you know you need to like pivot on that a little bit and you are you are right uh, there, there's a lot of power there but uh, it needs supplementing with the knowledge as well. So there's some sort of balance to be found, um, I think, between the two. So maybe these are the projects that have got really sophisticated teams that are very good but lack the social skills to be able to communicate with the communities. You know, getting people involved like this in this sort of way might be a good idea for those types of projects as well to get that engagement there for the communities and stuff like that. So. Yes. I wanted to give a shout out to the Bulls. We were talking about them earlier. I got to meet them down in uh, Texas for at the Central. They were cool, cool peeps. It was like it was like they're my homies already. You know what I mean? Like we knew each other our whole lives. And then uh, I also got to meet. I can't think because I'm brain dead right now. Who's the founder of Cadex? 
Caddick, I should say. Uh, I can't think of his name right now, but I got to meet him and his lady down there as well. Um, he he had a, he got to speak on stage, and then I have a yeah, few I'm people. Say, I don't know who the founder, quote unquote, would be, but it was probably like Grant or like Nicholas or something. I think like it was that. Grant. Grant. Yeah, like probably. Probably Grant. I think he's their main speaker. <laughs> so if, if it was anyone speaking, I'm assuming it was probably Grant. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. Grant. I, I'm pretty sure that I, I was going to say the name starts with a G, but yeah, that's that's who it was. Yeah, so shout out to him. He was cool, cool dude too. And then uh, I, also, there's some people in here that like from the Cosmos side. If you wanted to, I don't want to say show, but tell everyone what MOK is all about and what you're trying to do. Oh yeah, yeah, cool, cool, yeah, yeah. So basically, you're like uh, Minds of Cardania is um, Cardania's first game five projects. We're gonna be, we, we've just literally had our IDO for our mock token, which is gonna be like our governance token, and it's gonna be used for all things in our game universe. So any purchases, any like level ups, you, you know, whatever you're purchasing on our in-game marketplace, you're purchasing more NFTs um, and stuff like that, it'll all be handled through the mock token. And like talking about as NFTs, um, as NFTs are a capybara and this capybara will be able to be equipped with tools and accessories. And uh, these tools and accessories will impact the yields uh, within our minds when you send those to work. So basically you're going to mint one of our NFTs and then when our game launches you'll be able to uh, mint yourself some further weapons and stuff like that and accessories in our in-game marketplace and you'll be able to equip them send them to work and you'll, you'll come back after a certain amount of time and because of the stats there uh, you'll get a set sort of multiplier depending on like what look stat you've got if you've got a medallion equipped it might double your luck which if you if you hit the roll on the you know on the multiplier, it'll double uh, the amount of rewards that you're going to get in that activity. So that's the type of like core um, game that's going to be there. But it's going to be like handled like quite sexily, that because it is going to be like a a more expanded version of something sort of like DeFi Kingdoms type of thing, maybe crossed with DeFish, if anyone's heard of that, which is another type of uh, DeFi game fight type game with um, NFT interoperability. Um, as NFTs are going to pretty much act like a store of value in the sense that when you've sent these um, NFTs to work, um, you get a choice. Do you want to take profits with the yields that you've just got, or do you want to reinvest that back into your equipment and your NFT character to level up? So you can hit the next level. You, you know, it boosts your stats. You can mine quicker, and it'll increase your luck. Your endurance is higher, so you can mine for longer without having to go back to the tavern and drink some beer. To, to refresh your endurance or rest at the tavern to naturally over a set amount of time it'll automatically refresh so uh, there's like 15 different types of nfts that we've got at the moment um that are going to be available um from the launch of the game that's going to include like vip passes get gas ticket vouchers which are basically going to give you a higher priority um when it comes to transactions and things like that so you, uh, there'll be like no cost there um, and it'll be done quicker, um, obviously. But obviously, if you don't have these gas vouchers tickets, the transaction might be a little bit slower. Um, and th there's quite a lot coming. I can't really spill like too much about um, 
what what's coming really but um, we, we've got um staking for our mock token that is live in just over two weeks now and that is going to be a 47 percent apy which is like the highest staking apy in cardano at the moment i believe um and that's pretty much like something of like what we've what we are what we're doing at the moment and um like what 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 what's coming but uh, we're gonna have like a major announcement in the next couple of weeks so you guys really need to watch out for that we're going to be dropping quite a lot of sexy stuff are you guys going to be having any kind of preview or, or do you have anything already uh yeah we've, we've got like um there's like a let me see if i can pin it um the website has a couple couple skin previews, I think. Yeah, I think there's yeah. a couple sneaks in the uh, in the Discord as well, like you know, of the card layout, that kind of thing. But nothing too too crazy yet. But yeah, yeah they have shown a couple of designs and so on. I'm, I'm trying to find the video where it, um, it shows you like a sneak preview of like all the different NFTs that we've got. Uh, I'll show a second, I'll see if I can find it. Yeah, I posted it a while ago, so. That's right. Yeah. Well, didn't you guys just put out like there's that video now too that you guys have that kind of explains the the items and stuff, I think? Yeah, yeah, that's the one that I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to find it. I thought I posted it on Twitter, but yeah. Can't seem to find it. Right. Anyway. Oh yeah, found it. Found it cool. Shout out right. shout out yeah. to Grits, man. Grits helps us out all the time. He's very active in Cosmos. He's he's I don't think he sleeps either. So he loves to do it like I don't know. He has all kind of mining going on and um I don't <laughs> he's a DJ. Yeah. I've actually been in crypto for like ten years as of this year. I started mining pretty much when Dogecoin came out and I you know off and on have throughout the years, but I've been doing it all this last year and stuff like that since I moved to the states so i'm i know electrical and stuff like that it's kind of handy when you're explaining things but the main thing i do actually is moderate for chat rooms and stuff like that and i do some development with some tools tooling i like building some tooling on the side i'm trying to figure out how to aggregate all the cosmos spaces into a calendar right now so automatically yeah that'd be pretty cool how how you how you start going to do that um Oh, two with two bots that I'm designing okay. with my husband. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. That's awesome. You, 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 are you like self-taught? You, you taught yourself? Are you like being? Taught? Oh yeah, I, I'm one yeah. of those. I used to be a mechanic, so I left school really early, and I teach everything myself usually because it's people are too slow for me usually. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I'm a similar mindset as well. Most like things that I know is just what you know what you pick up yourself you learn from google anything i touch generally i'm better at yeah yeah so so that's awesome that's awesome so uh, what got you into crypto then um the bitcoin pizza (laughs) like as soon as that happened i was like literally like i need to figure this out and i like tried figuring out how to mine on my uh you know, my friend's computer and couldn't figure it out. And then a year later, or like, I guess six months, I was like trying to like mess with stuff again. I got some stuff running and it's like, as soon as pools came out basically for Bitcoin, I started taking it mostly serious. And I got a couple graphics cards and started mining Dogecoin 
pretty much at some point right after the Litecoin split thing. And yeah. pretty much from then on, it's been like full, full on. Cause I know since then I'm like, I know this is, this is it, you know, what I'm going to be doing. So. That's awesome. That's really cool. Uh, thanks for uh, coming up and sharing that with us. Um, yeah. After, are you aware of like Cardano? Have you like? I don't know. Yeah, actually, I was going to mention that I was mining Flux all like last year, so I know a bit about Flux. I've read their white paper. I've seen some of the people uh, from other networks like Bitcoin Z bleed over into Flux and stuff like that. And I have watched Cardano from afar, but I haven't gotten into it at all so i don't really know much about Cadena. i haven't read its white paper yet but interested in checking it out yeah it's, it's well worth a read i think you'll find it quite intriguing when you get into it um like we mentioned before it's a bit of a rabbit hole you'll you'll like, you'll like step down it well, the, and the flux white paper is one of my favorite white papers. yeah we, we we love we love flux uh flux are one of our main partners um we've actually collabed with them um in creating um a real life watch um and we created the nft equivalent of that that acts as sort of like the one and a you know the serial number of that you know, like normally you'd trade a handbook with the serial number on that's your certificate of authenticity. This NFT is the certificate of authenticity for this watch. Uh, there were 250 uh, minted. I think it's just sold out. I'm not sure if, it, if it's not. There's only like a few left at the moment. So, yeah. I've been trying to time like when to stake 500 of their coins into a node been trying to pick but i was mining it like all last year with one card we, we've actually allocated um a, par- a proportion of our token supply to flux node operators as well so um if people are like operating a flux node that's running our sort of website or whatever that they'll get airdrops uh, periodically um oh, our, our mock token is on top of you know the kda or fl- you know the flux that you get in as well so yeah, I was going yeah. to mention there, Grits. If you're used to flux by any means and you like it, then basically oh, everything is genius. Yeah, it's like basically every project that needs any type of servers are all run, or sorry, on Kadena, I should say, any Kadena projects that need servers, they're all running on flux. So yeah. they're very, very, uh, you know, in uh, into the Kadena community as far as like working with all our companies and everything. Yeah, Dan Dan, Dan Keller's like really into the this ecosystem. Yeah, he really believes in the future um, that it's got. So he's, he's you know, he's, he's encouraging. You know, he's. I didn't even know you could actually mine Kadena. I might check that out after this. But it's actually kind of funny that you were mentioning like you just got in basically a year ago. I think you timed it perfectly, regardless of like looking back six years, because I was literally mining Ethereum in 2018 when it was three dollars, and you know i was trying to hold at least 50 coins and i probably went through 10,000 coins over that year and a half because i had a 25 gpu mining room at that point and it was just a shit show <laughs> like like uh, like i had to sell everything i had and my roommates all lost their jobs and i had to like move to a new country and shit but yeah, oh, wow you know 
I think you timed it perfectly <laughs> in my experience. Yeah. I, I'm, I kind of mentioned that like I got lucky as much as I did make an informed guess, you know, <laughs> like, like I did my research yeah. and I was comfortable with my decision, but everyone thought I was batshit crazy. Also, I don't know how old you are. I got to like 25 bucks. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, I yeah. I don't know how old you are, but like me, when I was like, four years ago, I was an idiot with money. Like I had no idea about how investing or stocks or any kind of strategies worked. I was just like selling it as I went, you know, <laughs> whatever. So yeah. Live and yeah, no. yeah, no. Well, that's the thing too. Like even just owning my first minor with going with Kadena again, like I, you know, I like a coin, you know, or any other project or investment, you know, you see it do very well and you get tied into it where it's like, I, I held on to my minor for an extra three months past the point when, you know, I bought my minor for like right, right around 15,000 us mined for, you know, three months. And then the price point for a used KD5 was almost 50,000 US. I should have sold my miner right then and there. And plenty of people did. But I was like, no, I love mining. It's paying my bills. The situation, exactly. as you're saying, like the situation I had, I was living in my own house. I had my miner in my garage. I did all the work. I did, you know, I set up the, well, I didn't do all the electrical that, but I, I did it. I set I it up. My own sub panel, 60 amp sub panel, yeah. wired everything 220 volt. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm in Canada. So yeah, I had to, you know, hey, I'm from Canada be- also. Yeah. Nice. Where? Yeah. So yeah, I had to do, uh, yeah, I'm on, I'm on the Island actually. No way, dude. I'm from Abbotsford. Nice. Yeah. I was born in Vic, (laughs) but yeah, I've been around. I lived in band for a few years and shit like that too, but but yeah, no, I had to leave. Yeah. Well, I mean, everything in BC here is now, even on the Island, it's getting ridiculous. It stands for bring cash. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, and it's getting (laughs) ridiculous. Like we keep like in town here, we keep putting when I left the gas. Oh, it's like fucking we're above two dollars here now. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't even rent a basement suite there for like fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars a month anymore. It's it's like yeah. I'm in a one bedroom with my lady. It's like seven hundred square foot. I had had to. I had, well, yeah, that's the only way you can do stuff like with another person. Like I literally had to like rent with like five other people, a large house just to like get into the city and live. It's stupid. Yeah. That's like Vancouver for sure. I had one yeah, of those. Where we lived all in fucking, yeah. We lived in like, e, not East van fucking West van or whatever in the Carisdale mm-hmm. area. And it was like 4,000 for a house, but you're like, well, if I can rent out all four rooms, that's like a thousand. It's like yeah. fuck. ridiculous. But yeah, but yeah, anyways, yeah, yeah, it was more, it was more my situation changed, right? Like all of a sudden, you know, new miners were coming out. My Kadena, my KD5 was doing around 300 Kadena every month, which obviously at $20 a coin, that's fucking awesome. But it went back down to like five and it's like, well, this isn't paying my bills anymore. And I knew the impending doom lock you know, myself being connected with like fast miners and a few of these companies now, you know, 
Uh, oh yeah, after. I was into the ASIC thing with Dashcoin back in the day, and I went to the whole same situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it, it was nice because either way, like I ended up selling my miner in March, I guess, or something, and I got I got uh, thirteen thousand US out of my miner, basically a oh, year after I paid fifteen thousand for it, and that's I good. definitely made like forty thousand off of the mining. So it was a good experience, but it could have yeah, also I've, gone I've, I've very poorly. <laughs> I've only ever made tons of money off mining, you know, but it could, yeah. you know, you're, you're always like, fuck, I could have done this better. <laughs> well, yeah. So yeah, my learning experience was not selling my miner at peak when I should have, because I could have a month later bought 20,000 Kadena and still had probably 30 grand left from selling my miner. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, but could have, would have, should have, right? Yeah. And I just wanted to add to that, like add to all this conversation about, because I, I got to get off soon here, but. Like what we all need to do here, we need to like write goals down for like the next run, whether it's two years from now, three years from now, a month from now. I think it's going to be a couple, in my opinion, two to three years minimum. But anyhow, write the 10 goals. commandments of crypto. I, yeah, shall bro, like, sell. I shall let go. <laughs> yeah. Like look at your, like look at your Kadena stack. Right. And you're like, OK, well, if it gets up to five dollars or ten dollars. Like I'm going to sell 20% and hold yourself accountable. Don't get in that euphoria of like, Oh, it's going to go up to a hundred. Cause like, it's just, it's not worth it, man. Like I got, I got, I got blasted with like Luna and USP because I, I had goals and I didn't, I didn't stick with them. And that's like, I've been investing my whole life. I'm really good with money. That's what I went to school for. And you need to write shit down and you need to hold yourself accountable. Like no matter what, right. If whether it's like your PC or your part or your minor, or your investment or your house, whatever it is. It's like, if it goes up to this much, there's no, there's no, there's nothing wrong with taking profits. I mean, at the end of the day, like you have to do that because like, what else are we doing this for? Really? It's like, I get it. It's a lot of fun and it's like amazing, but we still need to like, I look at it like buying time, right? Like you could have bought so much freedom with, with selling at like a decent high price. Like when Kadena was at like 20 bucks, like you could have probably bought whatever you wanted at that time and like that's what it's all about at the end of the day like money really is just a symbolization of time and i know all of us in here we don't want to be working when we're like seven years old we want to be having fun enjoying life and the way the market is and the way like the economy is it's so screwed for people that want to just like have freedom at some point unless you're already in the circle we're not none of us are in the circle so like for us to like maybe get in the circle or like create our own circle we need to like stay ahead of this like that's all i got to say about that because like it's going to come again like the run is going to come again i think it's probably going to take like two three years minimum because of like the world economics and there's a lot of idiots running the world right now a lot of old people that don't know what they're talking about or doing but when it does come it's going to come and we need to like chill out and not be idiots and be like oh well Kadena's going to 150. Adam's going to a thousand. Well, yeah, it might, but who cares? Take some profits on the way up at least, and don't don't wait too long. You know what I mean? Like I had so much stuff that was ten times what it is now. You know, and I was I didn't hold myself accountable. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know. right. There's no, there's nothing wrong with taking you know fifty to seventy percent of your you know your bag and just leaving you know a little you bit. Know, in. You know, a strategy you know? I like to do. I like to take uh, my interest. One one every four days, one day, I take all the interest and I move it into stable coin for you know growth. Yeah, yeah I've been do. doing that, especially right now during the down market. But yeah, just hold yourself accountable. Like I think the only way you can actually do that 
is actually writing stuff down and, and just reviewing it from time to time, whether you look at it bi-weekly, weekly, daily, like have goals, you know what I mean? Like that's that's what all investors really do. I like a lot of people in this space, we're here because of the tech and we love it and that's great, but you need to stay ahead of the curve. I mean, th- there's a reason why like stuff goes up and down because people come in, they basically they have mercenary capital and then they they're basically taking your money away from you because we're we're some of us never take any profits i mean yeah it's you you got to take some profits every once in a while even if like what grit yeah. said otherwise why are you doing it yeah, yeah you just like, keep the same kinds yeah exactly like you just because like like put it this way if i would have cashed out what i had like i could have bought myself a lot of freedom you know, for a long time and and i didn't do it because i was just an issue for like okay like Luna's going to a thousand and, you know, like, okay, well it might, but you know, it went up so much. Like I got, it's, it's greed and just living in that like moment. Like you gotta, like investing is nothing emotional. You can have zero emotion, like running a business effectively. You have to have no emotion. Like that's why great investors have zero emotion. Like they'll run their grandmother over as an investor. I'm not, I'm not advising to do that, but you need to have a strategy, you know, like, like right now, my strategy is obviously to be diversified, but like in Cosmos, like I'll look at a token and I'll look at the tokenomics and the overall total amount. And you could do this with Kadena too. Okay, well, there's only going to be 1 billion ever Kadena and over whatever how many years it takes, which is like forever. But just have a goal. You're like, I want to get a thousand of them. I want to get two. And then once you get to that, revisit your goal. Like, do I want to keep accumulating? Do I want to diversify and go into something else? Like just have goals because that's the only way any of us at the end of the day are going to win in my opinion because it's going to get rough like i think it's funny that we have the exact same strategy like that's a good strategy that's great just have like (laughs) yeah well it's one of those things where obviously setting rules for yourself is major you know it's like every i don't know personally but i can assume that every major investment corporation or whatever have you they're all going to have very set rules, you know, as far as like, they're not going to want to lose everybody's money. So if they go down a certain percent, everything comes out and goes into something else, you know, and it's like, they don't, you know, sway or, or, or vary. They don't do any of that shit because it's not safe, you know, and it's not, you know, it's, yeah, as yeah. you said, it's it's you getting emotional and being like, oh, I know this is going to go well, which is not the case ever unless you're literally like insider trading to which you're probably pumping and dumping anyways. And a lot of people are going to lose out on it. <laughs> so it's like it's just crazy to think, you know, and like you said earlier, it's just the people in charge right now. It's like the I remember when I looked into the when Ripple and SEC started going to battle or whatever, I looked into whatever the the test is that they did you know, to deem whether or not the companies is securities or what yeah, have the you. Yeah, the test is called. The yeah, and it's from like the 50s or the 60s. <laughs> and it's like, oh yeah, so technology hasn't changed in the last fucking 10 years, let alone the last 80 years, you know? <laughs> it's like, come on, guys. Like, maybe companies are going to be deemed different than what they were 60 years ago, you know? <laughs> it's like, fuck. Yeah, the whole global global financial systems like so outdated at the moment. It's like archaic. Yeah, you know the technology. Kiwi test is actually much stuff. older, by the way. Yeah, I think it's from like the twenties. I don't remember. It's yeah, really it's old. Like e- either way, it's super old and it's antiquated. And just like, like they didn't even have technology back then. Exactly. <laughs> just like <laughs> didn't even have phones. 
Yeah. Well, this is this is the thing. Like, cell, phone, cell phones, I, I should say. Cell phones. <laughs> yeah, I have to get off soon. But this is what really pisses me off about like the world economy and like politics is like you it, like it's a global pandemic, essentially, in my opinion. Like if you look, especially in America, um, all the people in power, right, they're like like I'm 36. They would all be like my grandparents, really. And it's like, are you kidding me? Even our parents generation. They had no clue when they were teenagers, like, hey, man, I can just get on this cell phone and order anything, or I could just get up and talk to someone in a different country. Like, they didn't even have that vision. And the shit just changes so much. So how could these people that are in their 70s and 80s have any clue of what's actually going on with technology? So they need to, they need to chill out, and they need to give terms like, okay, well, you, you can only be in this powerful position until you're 65, and then after that, you have to retire no matter what. And keep, yeah. keep new ideas and new blood, new young people coming coming and going like they just need to change it hopefully we can do stuff like that but um yeah i'm just going to end it on like the the investment side of it just look at the things of like how you can't lose money and protect your money because again all money is is a symbolization of time like you have to in order for you to to get a hundred dollars you have to devote your time to make that hundred dollars and none of us in this space want to be that type of person that has to be in their 60s, in their 70s, in their 80s, working till they die because we didn't we didn't do anything smart with our money growing up. Like having a goal. Like my goal is if the market comes up real get real big again, I'm gonna cash out. I'm buying a piece of land and then I'm gonna live off that land. I'm gonna have solar panels. I'm gonna have natural resources. I'm gonna I'm gonna farm. I'm gonna do everything and I'm gonna literally live off my land. And and essentially, I'm going to do anything. I'll have a mining farm. I'm going to do all of it. And I'm just literally going to be self-sustainable and everything. Like, I won't need anyone for anything. And that's my goal. And I'm going to make sure I do it. Because last, I had this chance whenever the freaking market before, like, beginning of May. Like, I had that chance to be able to do that. And what's cool about doing that is not only you're making money, but you can always take out loans against your assets. So like, if you're like, Hey, I want to buy, I want to buy a couple bitcoins. Well, guess what? You could take out a 30 year mortgage on your freaking property. That's already paid off and pay a, a very low interest rate. That's probably Bitcoin will probably go up by more than that over that whole duration or whatever. And, and most rich people and wealthy people, this is what I do for a living like taxes and all that. They live on margin, like 20 for 20%, 15, 20%. Some live a little bit higher. I never recommend living over like a 20% margin. They, they use their assets and they make money with their assets. You know, like imagine if you owned like a building in New York City, it would never be, be sensible ever to ever sell that. You could just always live off of that, take out loans against it and then buy more shit. And that's what these people do. And that's what we need to start doing. Like little by little, like it, it could be just the freaking miner. You buy one miner, you, you grind, you make another miner and you just start up, you know, just passive income. Cause that's the only way any of us are going to get ahead because inflation's so ridiculous. It's fake. It's it's all man made, anyways, and they just yep. just inflate the shit out of everything. That's why when you're in your Vancouver, wherever you're saying, that's why it costs fucking five thousand dollars to live downstairs in the basement because all these wealthy people are getting free money and they just buy up everything and they inflate the prices to death and they just basically screw us all. So we got to try to like be smart about things and just stay ahead of what they're doing. That's the only way we'll ever make it. Yeah, we have we have we have big issues here in BC. Like it was kind of a thing last year where 
it was our farming industry. Our farming industry was getting destroyed because all it's these wealthy foreign, all these wealthy foreign families would actually come in and buy land, and there was actually a tax flaw, basically, that as long as you're on agricultural land, as long as you have like one row of blueberries, you're technically an agricultural farm. So now you pay way less property taxes and stuff like that. And but you're allowed only to build like one quote unquote house. So they build a fucking 14 room mansion and fucking have their whole family live there. Dude, but they you're the only other person taxes I've heard. In, you're the only other person I've heard in this space to talk about this because I literally drive by all those places every day in, in Abbotsford. Oh, it's crazy. It's berry like, farms out there. Yeah. And they, yeah. Well, it's dude, just funny. They, they yeah. even put gas stations on their farms and shit. Like how, and the, the cities, they don't even like it. They build medians around these places and people still get in for gas and stuff. And it's because the families know some people in the upper government above the cities. <laughs> like it's so crazy. Yeah. And it's, it's just a shame because it's destroying our agricultural businesses it's because no everything. one, no one can support their farm, let alone their land. And then they you just end up having the, to um, sell it. And the family who moves in doesn't even use it for farming. They just use yeah. it for a tax cut. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? And, and- uh, and all, how about all the um, Oriental people, I guess I should um, say, moving into the other side of Vancouver, buying up all the buildings and leaving them completely vacant. So all the businesses around go under, you know, so crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too, that's uh, why all the rent's so high right there. But I believe it's, it. I believe it. You know, it's, well, that, it's that's, a shame that's why all the rent's so high there. You know, so it's, yeah. speaking of like inflation and stuff like that, you, you know, and hedging sort of against it, like crypto is really good way of doing that if you do it smartly like you're saying and um mining is like a really good way of doing that you know for people that just want to well, you know throw a little bit of money down and and actually do it but the best the best thing what, about about bc was yes well, the best thing about bc was cheap cheap electricity you know it's yeah. only eight cents per kilowatt hour most people don't have that unfortunately well, what what would you like advice to like other people that uh you know like I'm in the UK at the moment um how much is your power uh, I, I'm not I'm not really sure you know uh, I just know how much I pay each month it's about like um sixty quid a month or something but uh, yeah um, it's it's expensive over there I think they're like three times what we pay on average from the the miners that I talk to yeah I think well, uh, I, I would I think, recommend doing mining uh, there's a service called mining rig rentals and you can actually rent out other people's miners around the world it's uh the, you don't you're not going through a profit switching pool it's a very very old school service. Um, what sort of like profits do you see on um like well my, my, you generally you generally are getting what you put in like it's in term but you're you do kind of save a little bit on electricity hey okay. guys i gotta get back to real life fiat bullshit so <laughs> it has been pleasure yeah. I can't wait to oh, yeah. get on another one with you guys <laughs> shout out to everyone i also wanted to shout out terror spaces uh they always record all our shows yeah, and, and they're they're legit yeah. they help out a Thank lot you, Finn. Yeah, Finn's yeah. the man. Like he he grinds. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it because, like as many shows as I try to do, like my, I'm not organized. I would love to have archives, and that's kind of what he does, and it's amazing because like it's all yeah. there for everyone. You could just go to town if anyone wants to learn about Cosmos. You can go on there, and it's just a huge, huge, huge playground of education. And hopefully, we can you know get this the same thing with Kadena. Like I could just go on and just listen to like a shitload of 
Kadena shows while I'm like laying in bed before bed and just, you know, exactly. learning. You know? So yeah, that's, I just exactly, to, that's I just, exactly what we've done. You know, we're, we're, we've approached other spaces and we've made a donation and they record all our spaces and we can listen to them on like Spotify and stuff like that. So um, oh, they're yeah, pretty yeah, accessible. It's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. The service that they offer is like really valuable because there's a, oh. you know, time point of you, you know, doing that yourself, it's very time consuming and a lot of people won't know how to so it, it just takes away that responsibility and it's brilliant yeah, so it's hats off to them yeah, hats um, off to everyone in this space right now because like i said it's a it's a shitty market so everyone here wants to be here and i'm just gonna I, like i said i have to get off my dms are always open if anyone that's from kadena wants to learn anything about cosmos or vice versa um, i'm i'm here to help i'm here to like help you learn and and you know hope it's reciprocal and uh, this won't be the last show. I'm doing a show tomorrow, actually, with the uh, Bulls and uh, the Kongs at uh, 20 UTC. So I'll continue the the uh, Co- Cosmos slash Kadena gospel, and I'm I'm looking forward to that conversation thanks, tomorrow. Too. Thanks for setting this up, Poss, by the way. It's nice oh, that my, you're getting outreach from other communities. Yeah, I love the Kadena community. They're, they're the only ones that are just as passionate as cosmos people with the technology like they don't give a shit about anything else besides the tech and and, and having fun and, and nfts and all that too but it's all about the tech and and i appreciate that and it's a really cool technology and it's very useful and i i see a day where kadena could legitimately run like the stock market you know and i i think it could happen you know it's not financial advice but I'm looking forward to all the evolution of, of uh, Kadena and different def- DeFi applications, NFT applications. I, I'm really fascinated with the uh, with the miners of Kadena. Do you just call it miners of Kadena, or what do you call yeah, it? Kadenia. Kadenia. Yeah, I'm fascinated yeah, with that yeah. too because it's really cool, like what they're doing with their NFTs, and you know, you 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 own an NFT, and it's like you're a part of uh, you know, obviously a community within a community, but they're you know, basically helping to do more. Um, but, guys yeah, are we're, we're trying to say, yeah, say it's basically an ecosystem within an ecosystem. <laughs> we're yeah, we're, we're encouraging all the, all, the, all the projects to work with us and then integrate within our metaverse, take elements from their projects and integrate it um, into ours. And our devs will work with them intuitively to try and smartly integrate it somehow into our game uh, metaverse so it'll further enrich um, the playing experience for everyone so they're, they're the types of things that's like coming in the future and we'll have like some pretty uh, big announcements about uh, stuff like that coming up soon as well I, I do need to sort of like wrap it up and, and i know we've not like had a chance for like everyone to speak uh, very much and i know i know i hasn't had a chance uh, but i've actually got a meeting uh, with uh, some of the uh, team at the moment so i need to like run off and, and jump into that meeting so i'm like really sorry guys all right man like i said i appreciate everyone cameron nice talking to you again we did a show uh, not too long ago but we need to do another one uh keep the mojo going and i hope you guys have a great rest of your day or night wherever you're at and uh, talk to you guys soon take care yeah, thanks. For yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, yeah, great, yeah, yeah good, uh, great talking to you guys as well. And thanks for having me again. Yeah, yeah I really appreciate everyone coming. Uh, I, I thank you for all your contributions today. So um, I'm sorry to cut it short. So um, you, you'll be able to catch us next week. We'll have another sort of mock weekly space and we'll uh, try and get some more guests. So Cameron, you're more than welcome to come and join us next week as well. You're always welcome to come and join us. It's, uh, you've, you've always got some valuable input on, in, into the spaces. So we appreciate you for that. So thanks, bro.
Yeah. Yeah. Thanks again. And yeah, I'll, I'll stick around. <laughs> it's one of those things I don't mind hopping in the spaces when I can. Um, I myself, I'm kind of starting up my own project. So it's going to be my life here in the next couple months is just marketing and fucking Twitter spaces and all that fun stuff. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Well, I'm sure our community will want to hear a little bit about um, your project as well. So it might be worth setting up a space when you've got a bit more uh, together about it. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, we're probably not going to be ending up on Kadena, but that's more of just a business choice. Later down the road, we'd be able to with like... It's a, it's a good idea. We'll talk later about it for sure. It's not what this space is about, but it's, uh, I'm working on the white paper for it today and then I'll be able to send it out to people. But, but yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to reading that. It'll be pretty cool. Well, I'm interested to see what you guys will come up with. So the model and blueprint that you were talking to me about previously, that'll be pretty, you know, it could be pretty powerful thing that you guys put together yeah yeah so we switched from necessarily just the show and we're doing the bigger picture um and yeah it's it's we're we're going for basically a uh, a, a film three studio uh that would act as an incubator slash launch pad for any film three projects we do our own in-house stuff but as well we would act as a, as i said as an incubator slash launch pad for any film projects tv shows whatever basically trying to make that leap and incorporate nfts or even tokenize and so on we would basically be the full one-stop shop advisor as well as having um you know our own in-house productions and and you know probably tokenization at some point and all that fun stuff so so yeah it's basically um gonna be you know a decentralized film studio uh um, you know run by the suggestion to a certain degree I have a small suggestion. Um, you know, the OmniFlix team is doing a kind of uh, OmniFlix TV thing. Maybe you should talk to Sisla and maybe sort, uh, sort out maybe a channel kind of thing. I'm not sure how they're doing it, but I'd recommend talking to those guys. Yeah, yeah, it all depends. Basically, we're going to have our own kind of thing going. We won't necessarily... Like- we're not going to be looking to be on just like web three platforms. All of our projects are going to be fully funded, full real TV shows and movies that will look. Oh, to yeah. I'm just talking. And, uh, and I'm just talking about exposure in a sense, not, not oh, yeah, specifically yeah. like building your own project with OmniFlix. I mean, yeah. Uh, partnering, I guess I should say. Yeah, no. Well, that's the thing. So we, we originally were going to be starting to do like we were going to try funding like a, you know, a ghost show, paranormal investigative show, just because of the fact that it's nice and cheap. It's easy to do. Plus, we can add a lot of just cool interactive I mean, shit. Like having, into that. You know, yeah, like having like a community camera that's live streamed. So all of our minters and holders can actually like control a camera, so to speak, while we're filming. And like just cool kind of stuff like that, that you wouldn't be able to do with like filming a movie, you know, like you're not going to want to destroy your script by having a bunch of like DJs tell you what to do. You know, so it's like there's certain projects that work better for it and certain projects that don't. But that's a perfect idea. Like yeah, I'm, then we just like the ghost shows rather. are really good when they're um not yeah. like when they're brand when like the first seasons before all the money comes in, they're usually really good before that. You know, <laughs> so yeah. that's a good well, idea. And that's the thing is what we'd be able to do then is also build the project. You know, season two would be built in, you know in community, you know, assistance, right? It would be like, where do you want us to go for season two? You know, blah, 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 blah. Right. But yeah. we kind of flipped and now just to make it you know, 
really more appealing for everyone and investors. We're not launching as let's fund this ghost show. And that's what we're selling people on rather than we are now going to be going full on into the studio idea and our, then our first quote unquote, like project or partnership will then be the ghost show. So we're, we'll be bringing investors into the actual studio. So rather than people being like, I'm investing in a ghost show, they'll say I'm investing in a studio and we will do plenty of projects. I've I've seen actually, um, I've seen this same strategy done with some gaming stuff uh, in other projects and it actually does work. Yeah, well, it's that idea of like, those are then we're calling it as of right now, the quote unquote studio exec collection. So anyone who mints, they're going to be a studio executive, quote unquote. And so they will be the people that when we get our metaverse theater going and start renting that out to short film festivals, start renting it out to projects, get ad revenue, they'll be cut into all of that. And they'll also have governance sort of decisions, you know, like not necessarily, but we also want to do like bounty programs, you know, like we're going to be an advisor. So if someone has a project that they bring to us that we then onboard, well, that person's going to get a cut, like a finder's fee for finding us the script or the project and so on. Right. Like we can really do a lot. So you're going to have, are you going to so. have like some <laughs> form of high speed governance voting to make your NFTs do stuff in the shows essentially, I guess. So that's the thing is that we'll be doing per project, you know, like I said, the ghost show. Yeah. The ghost show, you can do a lot more than maybe someone. The tooling will be specific. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, there, you know, in reality, the possibilities because we're in fucking web three and it's NFTs and metaverse possibilities are endless. (laughs) It really just depends on the project and how much they're willing to, you know, allow the community to participate right so have you checked out dowda yet uh no there's so they, much they, li- they literally <laughs> they literally are a dow that just builds dow tools for stuff oh, like governance and i got like you that. i got you it's, and yeah it's and that's, China, so. that's stuff that we haven't really thought about yet like obviously there will be some sort of governance but yeah, we don't know later, as later. far as you know yeah exactly when you get there. and we're <laughs> we're thinking of tokenization as well but at the end of the, you know the the end game dream would be to, you know, fully pay for filming and everything with crypto. You know, once we get large enough, maybe we have, uh, you know, camera rental companies that work with us that are willing to accept crypto. So then now we bypass the fucking Fiat having a rent equipment with Fiat, right? Just stuff like that, that like really will bring the film industry into this next phase. But not like actually renting a studio you know yeah well the thing i find with film three right now is everyone's it's personal projects like it's a director that had a short film that did well that now wants to do his own movie it's a dude who wrote a script that wants to do his movie it's a tv show that wants to do their tv show it's not like hey we want to facilitate everyone to do their own thing you know and that's where i'm at is i want to be that go-to that if you if you have a movie you have all this stuff but you don't necessarily know how to fund we'll come to us and we'll show you five different ways you can fund your show with nfts you know and so on and so forth right and so it's you know a lot to work out but yeah it's it's been a whirlwind over the last like week so (laughs) it's getting crazy quick basically
But yeah, anyways, I wish you had to go there, Mark. I'm yeah, sorry. I do. I do I've, got, I've got a meeting. It was like a few minutes ago. Um, oh, the, okay. the, 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 yeah, the vendor it now anyway. But um, I, I do need to like sort of jump into that and reschedule it because they're, they're waiting for me. But, but... <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> well, anyways, thanks for listening to me then. <laughs> but no, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk more. Yeah. Uh, you guys all have a great day and almost weekend uh, for those of you. And, and yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you guys later and you guys all have a good one. Uh, yeah, thanks, thanks again, everyone, for coming and joining us. Uh, Grits, thanks for coming and speaking. You're more than welcome to pop into a space next time that we have one as well. We'll be more than awesome. happy to. If I see it, I will. All right, thanks, bro. All right, well, thanks, thanks everyone, for joining us. Um, we'll we'll uh, see you all again next week. So thanks again. All right, mock, mock, mock. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Mock Weekly, The Miners of Cadenia, with Cameron Bright, Cosmos Haas, and Noah Crypto. Recorded on Thursday, July 28th, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pay. Checking that replay, sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows. But then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo. I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio. Six feet, motherfucker, step the fuck back. Doing a little math. Magic pulling rabbits out the rucksack Not everybody's always in it for the money Looking like another crooked Sunday and I'm working Monday So you know I ain't stressing, left debating great methods Amazed to play Inception, the base state blessed See, even with these huge sums of overall royalties These sums of money that go to the record label per playback Can seem insultingly small Many rights holders are making around three quarters of a cent Each time someone listens to one of their tracks Leaving only some portion of that for the actual artist, can't even say they're making say they're pennies, making pennies per play. Until they can figure out how to turn a profit, their future will always be in question. But for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund them. Pennies, 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 pennies per play. Another day, another lesson. Living in the eighth dimension might be worth a little mention. Living in the Great Depression, got a real regal feel. Reeling in another sucker fish, out to make a deal just to make a motherfucker wish. Ah shit, now you only got two left. You know what I wish? We didn't have any loose ends. You know what I miss? Listening to excuses Now we're on the fence Like we forgot how to choose That's what happens When people don't know what's true In the dark eating bullshit up like a mushroom In the lunchroom Just trying to laugh it off Meanwhile foaming at the mouth Like a rabid dog Like a fake mate And called at the zoo It's looking like the view Is getting disappointed too I'm working on the new shit Trying to produce it It's what I'm willing to go through When I'm making my music